There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Bro Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Tips to help you with transportation. Vision impairment often makes it very difficult for people to travel from one place to another. For some people, the reduced level of vision makes it such that one does not feel comfortable driving. In other cases, the driver's license may be revoked. For others, it may be that they just simply want to get to the grocery store and back home, but they don't know how they can do this in a safe manner. Well, today we're going to talk about some of these different aspects as it relates to vision impairment and transportation. The first thing is that for many people with low vision, their vision may be improved with the use of medical treatments, surgery, medications, and even low vision aids. As a result, each person who has vision impairment must have two different eye doctors. The first eye doctor should be an ophthalmologist. The ophthalmologist is a medical doctor who specializes in surgical and medical types of treatments to improve vision. For example, we often see many people who have reduced vision due to diabetes. They often feel that their vision is so poor that they're not able to drive or they're not able to walk safely. By seeing an endocrinologist who may stabilize the blood sugar, we often see that the vision can improve. As a result, the medical doctor can often help to improve the level of vision. In other cases, surgery or eye medications can also improve a person's vision. This might be a very quick and easy way for some specific types of cases. For example, many people develop cataracts and the cataracts really blur their vision. While in a matter of a half an hour, a surgical procedure can be performed to remove the cataract and to replace the lens to give a person very, very good vision. Another alternative that other people are not as aware of is low vision eye care specialists. These are doctors who specialize in low vision and they can design specialized glasses that can improve the vision of many people. As a result, many people who do not see clear enough to pass the vision test at the Department of Motor Vehicles may be able to receive specialized glasses that can improve their vision to allow that person to receive a driver's license. In some cases, a person might just ask for a restricted license for example, driving in their neighborhood, or to and from work, or maybe just to and from the grocery store. These particular types of restrictions are such that a person who has low vision can still travel and do their daily errands quite well. But it is the low vision optometrist who is often the one who helps to make that decision as to whether or not a person has sufficient vision to be able to drive a car. So see a low vision optometrist and ask that doctor to try to improve your vision for the purposes of driving. Once the doctor has fit you with these specialized types of driving glasses, the doctor will refer you to many different types of driving training programs. These are certified driving instructors who will again work on your behalf to certify that you are safe to drive an automobile. Once you have completed this program, you could then go to the DMV, show them your paperwork, and then you can take the test there. Another possibility is that you might also just want to take public transportation. There's many excellent public transportation services that are available in many large cities. These particular types of programs will allow a person to purchase a pass 
And with this pass, a person could take a train, a bus, a subway, or all sorts of other types of transport, and this is a way that a person can get from one place to another very, very economically. For example, in some cities, a monthly pass is as little as $80. This is going to be much, much less than the cost of operating a vehicle. For example, to fill up a car with gas costs about $75 to $80 for just one week. Then you have the cost of maintenance, you have insurance, you have car payments, and so many others. So when you have a bus pass, these particular passes will allow you to get from one place to another very, very affordably, and it is something that could be very effective. Another service that's also available in many cities is what's called curb-to-curb driving services. These particular types of curb-to-curb services will pick you up at your home and drop you off directly at the curb of where you need to go. So if you need to go to the grocery store, they will drop you off right in front of the grocery store. If you need to go to a doctor's appointment, they will drop you off right at the office of the doctor. Now this really affords a lot of different types of benefits because you do not have to wait on the street for a bus. This is something that makes it much more convenient for people. If you do have some other specific needs, say for example you have difficulties with walking because of arthritis, or you're very, very sensitive to the sunlight, in some cities there are even door-to-door services where the driver will actually walk to the door with you and get you inside the place that you need to be. So these particular types of programs could be very, very, very helpful for people who have low vision. Another option is the taxi. Now many times we think that taxis are so expensive or these taxi drivers are very rude, but I really haven't found that. In Los Angeles we have some different really, really nice programs where there are taxi coupons. Now what these taxi coupons allow you to do is that you could use a taxi coupon to pay for part of your fare. So let's say for example that I wanted to go from my home to the office and this costs a total of ten dollars. Well, I could use $5 worth of coupons and $5 worth of cash to pay for that particular type of travel. In essence, you're really getting a major, major discount. I have also found that with many of these taxi drivers, once you get to know them, they recognize you, they remember you, and they're very, very good. I find that very often they will come to my door. They don't just wait and honk. Other times they will come up to my office to see if I'm ready. And so I do little favors for them, too. I will pick up something for them, such as, you know, some donuts or some soda or anything that just might give them a bit of a refresher during the afternoon. So overall, transportation is something that does not have to be very, very difficult. You have many, many options, and you could first begin by seeing your low vision optometrist or your low vision ophthalmologist. Most of them should have information about all of these other services that we mentioned here on this podcast. So I hope this information is helpful to you, and please tune in next week when we bring you more information on living with low vision. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Mm-hmm.